The presence of the Lord is here. The presence of the Lord is here. I feel it in the atmosphere. The presence of the Lord is here. Oh my, the presence of the Lord is here. Fountain Gate Chapel presents Wind of Love with Eastwood Anaba. Wind of Love will usher you into the full liberty of the presence of God. Wind of Love comes your way from Monday to Saturday, 11.30 to 12 noon. Eastwood Anaba is a pastor, a teacher, an author, a conference speaker, and an anointed minister of the Word of God. The teaching ministry of Eastwood Anaba combines intense spirituality and sound teaching of the Word of God. Join us on Wind of Love here on Sunny 88.7 FM. I've just, I've just told you about <laughs> the books. I'm, I'm just, they, are, they are just inside me. And I'm so, so you know what? I don't have some of your boredom. All I'm praying is that you will get out of here and go back to work. Because your work is different from mine. But I tell you, when you go back to your work, you will do it better. So the opening of prison to them that are bound, we were bound, but the day we received Jesus... We came out of the bondage. So, you are a believer. You are not quarantined. No. Paul was in prison, but he never behaved like a prisoner. Don't behave like a prisoner. When they call you and say, how are you? Don't say, I'm hanging in there. Don't tell yourself we are winning. Tell yourself, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Mountain with wings as eagles, they shall run and not be weary. Walk and not faint. When they ask you, how are you? Tell them I feel stronger and stronger. When they ask you, how are you? Say, I am getting better and better. Mommy used to have a teacher. Anytime you ask him, how are you? He says, I'm better than you. So anybody who phones you and says, how are you? Tell them I'm better than you. (laughs) How are you? I'm happier than you. How are you? I am more joyful than you. How are you? The joy of the Lord is my strength. Because death and life are in the power of the tongue. And whosoever loveth it shall eat the fruit thereof. He said he came to open the prison gates to them that are bound. Go for me. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Proclaiming the acceptable year of the Lord is a jubilee. And he said the day of the vengeance of our God. God will bring vengeance on your enemies. And those that are oppressing you, God will bring vengeance on them. And God will free you from bondage. And he said to comfort all that mourn. To comfort all that mourn. To comfort all that mourn. Verse number three. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. I like that. To appoint unto them that morning Zion. To keep them beauty for ashes. He has already changed your ashes into beauty. The oil of joy for mourning. You have already received the oil of joy. The oil of joy is already on your head. Now all you need is the mouth of joy. That means open your mouth and express the oil that is upon your head. May your mouth be in sync with your oil on your head. May your the words of your mouth, may the song of your mouth, may the shout of your mouth synchronize with the power of the oil on your head. The oil of joy for morning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Can you imagine this? And everything you are seeing here is in the past. It's not that God is going to give it to us. 
No, to the Jews, he was about to give it to them. But when Jesus came into the world, after he died and rose from the dead and went into heaven, everything here became past tense. So all these things, you have them already. You are not mourning. You are beautiful ashes. Oh, the oil of joy for mourning. Oh, but daddy, I'm a widow. I'm a widower. No, you are not. No, you are not. You belong to the household of faith. Jesus Christ is your Lord. You are not alone. And he has given me the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That we might be called the trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord that he may be glorified. You are the tree of righteousness. You are the planting of the Lord. The wind will blow. Dry trees will fall. Rotting trees will fall. Weak trees will fall. The trees that are no root will fall. But as for you, you are like Mount Zion. You will stand to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. Jesus himself appeared over 2,000 years ago. Went into the temple. They gave him the scroll and they said, read. And he opened to the book of Isaiah. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. He has sent me to preach deliverance to the captives. He has sent me to recover sight to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised. And he has sent me to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus. He said to us to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. The message translation of the Bible says to announce this is God's year to act. To announce this is God's year to act. You know what ladies and gentlemen. 2020 is God's year to act. Many people have misbehaved for so many years. And when we say this is God's year to act. You may think that God's year to act is the year God is coming and just will laugh with everybody will come and no 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 the, the, the jubilee is the messianic year where there's theocratic rule and today we can see God is a ruler American ruler can't contain it the British ruler just came out of hospital himself hey Airo Ghana ruler is wearing nose mask every pastor is wearing nose mask but what I'm saying is that it is the theocratic year where God himself is the ruler. This is the messianic year when God is showing mercy. I believe that God will show incredible mercy to the poor and to the vulnerable. Because sometimes when I look at all the vulnerable and I see the laws they are saying we should keep. And we will survive. When I look at even the fact that rich people can keep them. And this thing is throwing down rich people and intellectuals. Then I remember the, the Bible that says, <laughs> the race is not to the swift. Battle is not to the strong. Bread is not to the wise. Riches are not for men of understanding. Neither is favor to men of skill. But time and chance happens to them all. Today we see time and chance happening to everybody. But may God show his mercy. This is the year for God to act. And I pray that God will act for you in your room. God will act for the poor man. God will act for him that does none to help him. And I'm telling you when all these things is going on. When all these things are going on. You will look at the poor man and you look at the person who is in Africa and in Ghana. 
and you, you can tell, bro, our, our chances of survival, God has to help us. But I read that scripture. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. And except the Lord keep the city, the watchman wicked, but in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early and to sit up late to eat the bread of sorrow. My Bible said, for so he giveth his beloved sleep. May the Lord keep you, may the Lord bless your life. But I'm telling you, we will come out of this thing and we will be amazed. We will come out of this and be amazed. I call it the dream deliverance. We are coming into a dream deliverance. We will come out of this and we will not believe we came out of this. The children of Israel, they're returning, returned to Zion. And they could not believe that they had returned. Psalm 126. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Stop there. When the Lord turned the captivity of Zion, we were like that that dream. You know, I've been saying all the time, to be honest with you, if I have the opportunity to live my life again, if I had the opportunity to live my life again, Brother Eastwood will not go to school of pharmacy to study pharmacy. No. If I had the opportunity to do a master's degree, I will go and learn theology, hermeneutics, homiletics. One of the things I seriously regret is that I didn't study Hebrew and I didn't study Greek. I really regret it. I tell young people who have got time in their 30s and their 40s, stop pursuing all this earthly knowledge. You, you know, earthly knowledge is good. I, I'm happy. I mean, if you are studying accounting, study it. If you are studying um, chemistry, study it. If you, if you are studying whatever, engineering, study it. That is if you know that is your field. But if you know you are going to end up carrying the kind of fire I carry. Some of us carry some fire that is synonymous with madness. You know, we, no, we are consumed. Huh? The other day I was talking to my son Solo. I said, Solo and, and George. I said, Solo George, this your father. Me, I'm just full of God. Oh, nothing else. I just feel him inside me. My veins, my bones, everything. This whole thing has eaten me up. Then I realized that although the thing has eaten you up, the original language in this book, the original language in which this book of the law was written, you didn't study the, the language. I didn't study Hebrew, I didn't study Greek. So sometimes I have to call my friends, Reverend Dr. John Gatti. I say, please, what does this mean in the Greek? What does this mean in the Hebrew? Sometimes I have to call my good friend, Reverend Abu Bako. And I'm like, man of God, what is this one in the Hebrew? What is this one in the Greek? How do you pronounce it? Sometimes I have to call my own pastor, 18 miles from here, the Reverend Eric Efrifa, the scholar of Fountain Gate Chapel. And I tell him, Pastor Eric, you know what? What does this mean in the Greek? What does this mean in the Hebrew? And then sometimes I pronounce a word in the Hebrew and I didn't pronounce it well. And my own sister from, 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 from Friesland in Holland, Reverend Lewis, will call me and send me a text message and tell me, Brother Sud, that is not the way you pronounce this one. I think she's trying to say, I pronounce it like a fra, fra man. Or I pronounce it like an Ashanti man. But in the Hebrew, they don't say it like that. Then she will try to correct me. 
But I really regret I didn't study languages. Either the Hebrew or the Aramaic or the Greek. And I want to encourage anybody under the sound of my voice. If you are a pastor, go online. Do Use this lockdown. You know, register. Do some online. Hebrew, Greek. Study something. Become masters of the book. The other day, my friend Ajinasari came up with a PhD in, 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 in miracle signs and wonders. He did his research in miracle signs and wonders. And he's a PhD he did. And I told him, I said, Sofo, you did this thing. He said, he said, Sofo, I did it too. Because sometimes we need those of us in the practical field, we need to, con- we need to be able to contribute to the academic discussions on the things in the word of God. Because the people that don't have the practicals sometimes try to use their theory to control the practical. And they end up saying things they don't even understand. But here is the case, many of the people who cast out devils don't understand the Greek. They don't understand the Hebrew. I was saying that because of this verse. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. When you see the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, you may think it is talking about the state in which they are, God turned it. But the Hebrew rendering of this is that when the Lord returned the returning of Zion, if this thing was written in Hebrew and not English, it would read, when the Lord returned, the returning of Zion. That means, when the Lord took the people that were in captivity in Babylon and returned them to Zion. So when the Lord returned, the returning of Zion, he said, we're like them that dream. And the Hebrew rending of the dream here is that we were like those who were comforted. So the better way would have been comforted. So when the Lord returned, the returning of Zion, we were like them that were comforted. We were comforted as if we were dreaming. We were comforted as if we were dreaming. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dreamed. Our deliverance, our return in our spiritual jubilee was too good for us to believe. The jubilee was powerful. We couldn't believe we were free. Is this we? We are suddenly free. Liberated. I can remember the day His Excellency President Nana Adudankwa Ekufo Adu of the Republic of Ghana. This illustrious son of Ghana. I can remember the day he comes. And stands behind the podium one day with his exquisite control of the English language in his typical Ghanaian made nice shirt to showcase the culture of Ghana and our industrious nature to the whole world. And he stands there and says, I am glad to announce to you that tomorrow large gatherings can take place. Funerals can take place. Parties can take place. Now those people of Choco, this is your day. You can move. Markets are open. Maya Koshe, that is our president. Can you imagine the joy, the ecstasy? People will not believe it. They'll be like, wow, so we can be free like this. So I can get out there and I'm not afraid to catch a disease. Hey, I can see people giving high five, high ten, high twenty. In fact, I will not be shocked if people will lift up their hand, lift up this other hand, lift up the two legs, levitate, suspend in the air, and give high twenty. Pow! 
for hugging, just get ready. Somebody will break your ribs. They will hold you, tighten you like the back of Wuhan. Because they have forgotten all that happened. It will be like a dream. So, when the Lord turned again, the captivity. When the Lord returned the returning of Zion, we were like them that were comforted and the scale of our comfort, the level of our comfort was like people that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Somebody under the sound of my voice is about to laugh in the spirit. Somebody under the sound of my voice is about to sing in the spirit. Oh, somebody has been sitting there and something is welling up in you. A joy like you've never known. A peace like you've never known. The joy of the Holy Ghost has overwhelmed you wherever you are sitting. Receive it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Then what our, our mouth filled with laughter. You will laugh again. You will laugh again. You will laugh again. I remember years ago, around 11 years ago, when we went through crisis. Oh, we went through crisis as a family. Something hit us as a family. I continued preaching. But the pain. Every day I cried and slept. And I woke up in the morning crying. There was no night. I didn't go to bed weeping. And there was no night. There was no morning. I didn't get up and I'm crying. So I was constantly holding a face down. Even when I'm preaching. Some of those days I'll preach and wipe my face. And people thought it was the sweat I was wiping. But some of the times it was my tears. The pain was too much. I was bleeding inside. But I also knew I was a leader. And I'm supposed to hold up many people. And I knew that many people have been affected in this. If I don't stand, all of them will go down. So I must do something and remain standing. God help me. But it was very painful. Three years or four down the line. Now for those three or four years, George, I couldn't laugh and feel I was laughing. Anytime I laughed, it was like a movie actor who was acting a laughter. One day I came... I came to church. You know, and, and sometimes when you are a pastor, it's very difficult because within a short time, sometimes even your own people can forget what you are going through. No, no, no. They just look at you. you just, they, they just look at you. They, they look at your suit. They look at your suspenders. They look at your tie. And they think you are okay. They forget about the whole thing. Sometimes they still have something to criticize. They still have something to get annoyed about. Some of them still have the anger that you didn't even phone them. You didn't check on them. And they, they didn't know that you yourself, you are even a checkup. <laughs> Not that you need a checkup. You yourself, you are a checkup. So you, you see people and um, you, you are just trying to contain it. You are just trying to contain it. And it's so painful. Almost every day you get up and it's like you are going to die. People, I've been there before. I've been there before. And I'm going to sit in a prayer meeting and Prophet Nana says prayer meeting and they are praying. People don't know how God used to all this Prophet um, Nana say, Prophet Ajimai and Ku. You know what people? They were the people that were holding my hand. Because there were some of the times even their blanda, lalabo, shika, branda, lalabo, sibaha. You didn't even know how to, t to string them together. Pastor Mike and Pastor Livingston will pray like they are crazy. Because...
Tell them, you know, pray for me. There were times I'll be lying in my house and I don't know what to pray next. Pastor Livingston and the Issachar Force with Pastor Mark Rubin and Co. will come. And all they do is they just surround our house and they are praying in tongues. And I'm just lying inside and I'm saying, Father, strengthen them to pray. As for me, where I am, that is where I am. You know, very, very difficult, very difficult. Then one day I came to preach after about four years. You know, I'm a very humorous person. I can crack a lot of jokes, even in my sadness. I released a joke and I myself laughed inside the same room. I went back, 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 some laughter. When we were going home, I told mommy, I said, Pearl, in four years or three years, this is the first time I laughed and I could feel that the laughter hit my stomach. Because at first it was just in my mouth and in my chest. I came to tell somebody that God will fill your mouth with laughter. That you will laugh one day. Today I know you are forcing a smile. You are forcing a handshake. You are forcing even a worship. Lord, I thank you for your goodness. But you are saying in your head, Lord, where is the goodness? You are singing, God, you are with me. And your mind is telling you, where is he? One day, you will return as the returning to Zion. And your returning will be like a dream. And the Lord will fill your mouth with laughter. And your tongue will be filled with singing. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord has done great things for them. They are going to look at you and they cannot believe it that God has delivered you, that God has blessed you. They will say among the heathen, the Lord has done great things for them. And when they said the Lord has done great things for them, then we answered them and said, the Lord indeed has done great things for us. Therefore, we are glad. But I like this verse. Verse 4. Pastor Mike, people normally don't quote verse 4. But verse 4 is the metaphorical representation of everything he has said before. He said, when the Lord turned the captivity, they were like them that dream. He put laughter in their mouth and put a song upon their tongue. <laughs> then said they, among the hidden, the Lord has done great things for them. And we answered and said, indeed, the Lord has done great things for us then they now lifted up their eyes and they said lord turn our captivity lord turn our captivity oh lord you know there are some some parts of the bible normally you don't like reading and those are the parts you need turn our captivity and then some of you when you reach oh lord you say oh turn our captivity oh lord then you stop when you now see as the streams in the south you jump that part as the streams in the south so all the angels as the streams in the south but you know what people if you don't understand the streams in the south you will not understand the mystery of what we're reading from the verse number one the streams of the south were the streams in the southern part of Palestine the streams in the southern parts of Palestine like Idumea and Arabia. 
Those streams in the, in the areas around Arabia and Idumea, those kind of rivers, when it was summer, the rivers dried up. I beg your pardon. Yeah, when it was summer, the heat of the summer dried up the river and you can't even see water in the rivers. But when the autumn and the winter came and the rains came down, the rivers began to swell with water and the water was increasing in volume and all those rivers were filled with water. What he's saying is that some time ago you were dry in your summer. Some time ago you were dry in your heat. You were dry like the rivers of the south. Like the rivers in Idumea and like the rivers in Arabia. You were dry in your summer when the heat was there. But I prophesy to you that the autumn is coming and the winter is coming and I see the rain coming down and the rain is going to fill those rivers and just like the rivers were swelled up with water that is the way I see the captivity of Zion that some time ago they were depopulated in the captivity they were depopulated in captivity and they were also depopulated especially in Israel but I see them coming from the north the south and the east and the west I see them coming from Babylonia I see them coming from Assyria I see them coming from the various parts of the world and I see Jerusalem and I see Israel will be full of people again I see Israel will be full like the waters of the south, like the waters of Idumea, like the waters of Arabia, I see Israel will be full, swelled up with people. The populations will grow again. The population will increase again. I prophesy to every family that has ever lost a soul, I see souls are coming. Any family that ever lost money, money is coming again. Any family that never lost honor, honor is coming again. May God open the windows of heaven and pour you out the blessing. What you lost is coming back to you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ Come and clap your hands all you people And shout unto God with the voice of triumph Verse 5 They that sow In tears Shall reap In joy If there is a woman Anywhere Who was among the Kayaye who sowed in tears, carried things, now is lying somewhere and saying, may you one day reap in joy. Some of you are sowing in tears. Some of you, things are still difficult for you. Things are tight. Oh, yesterday I told you about a pastor who had to go and borrow, buy disinfectants on credit. Just so that he too can take something to go and help the clinic or the hospital in his area. Oh, people are suing. People are calling on the churches. The churches must do something. Churches must do something. Churches must do something. They must do something for community. They must do something for their members. And many people don't know that even these pastors themselves are struggling. They don't know the churches are struggling. Churches are laying off their staff. The unbelievers are busy lambasting. Why are pastors receiving offering? Why, why, why are they calling on their people to give? And they don't know what is going on. This morning, I had to get up and I had to call Accra. And I said, please, EAM office in Accra, can you help us to get some of the nose masks? Because we can't find some. They managed to put some together. And they are sending it to us by EMS or something. Because all the transportation system in Bogatanga is locked up. 
Even the government is looking for isolating centers. Because they cannot find isolation centers. Anybody that gives an isolation center, I pray, may God reward you according to his goodness. Because you know what, sometimes, when you even offer your property as the isolation center, it means for many, many months or years, that place is stigmatized. Six months after the operation is over, people will still not want to patronize that thing. And the government is asking for help. Churches are asking for help. And I can see some people. When they see something is going on, they are like, look, me too, I want to give something. Me too, I want to help. Me too, I want to help. Me too, I want to help. Thank you for listening to Wind of Love with Eastwood Annabelle. For prayer and counseling, please call Eastwood Annabelle Ministries on 0302-734-157 and Fountain Gate Chapel Empowerment Pastures on 0302-912-752 or visit www.eastwoodannabelle.com until Eastwood Annabelle comes your way same time tomorrow. Stay blessed with lots of love.